The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Yeah, you know you're on hour three when you're spilling your soda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're hour three. Look, this is Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin and Chris Singleton is our producer. We miss Denise and we miss uh, Cal, but not that much. We can keep Chris all the time. We're good with him. So, no, Cal, we love you, appreciate you. And Chris works with Cal Hunter, our producer, all the time uh, on other projects. Cal is a giver to the community and is usually out during this time period, during Christmas time period, and the Thanksgiving time period, uh, helping out the community. He is Santa Claus in a, a, a play production in Northern California that is followed by a number of people, and uh, he is usually uh, acting out as Santa Claus during Saturdays. Uh, so uh, have a great time, Cal. Thanks for being here. Those of you who had a I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. It's the 25th of November, 2023. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-LAW-RADIO. Remember, seek counsel. We're uh, not giving you advice. We're just talking about general topics a lot, and we're trying to entertain you first and then talk about the law second. We're trying to have a little bit of fun uh, while we chit-chat about the law. we got a lot of interesting things to talk about today. Um, we've got, um, we're talking about AI and I'm telling you, we don't get, we don't jump on it. We got some copyright discussions to talk about brands and copyright laws, and and uh, that sounds boring. But law, these are lawsuits. But an interesting one. I want you to think about this because we're going to talk about this. AI, artificial intelligence. Have you ever had a hospital stay or a doctor stay or a or a member of your family, and the insurance company denies? coverage or denies to have extended coverage or denies to have this type of thing or that type of thing. Myself, I, we have a very powerful, strong law firm. And, and again, it's me. This is not, you know, I, I think one of the best in the country, um, or at least in, in a number of states. I have wonderful partners and, and we're pretty strong. I have problems with this. They've denied myself and my wife of things. And I have the ability and capability to fight. But what about, and by the way, I, I'm so busy <laughs> helping other people with their cases, I don't have time. That's a, Isn't that pretty bad? It's like the painter's house that is the worst one in the neighborhood that needs to be painted. Or the contractor's house is the one that needs the most work. That's exactly the mine. The landscaper's <laughs> house is the one that needs the most work It has the weeds done. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of me. I've got stuff I could do to to help on these small things. It's like I, I'm work, we're working on cases for the clients. We don't have time for that. But what about the elderly people that can't fight and that won't fight? Um, and we're going to talk about lawsuits that are coming up on this AI where the insurance companies use artificial ins- uh, um, uh, uh, artificial is, intelligence. Intelligence. Not, not, not insemination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they probably use well, that, that too. That's a pretty invasive insurance company. Uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> the good hands. Well, what are you talking about there? Uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> But the allegations are that they are not uh, covering things and that this artificial um, intelligence is automatically kicking out a lot of these, these, these coverages. And the elderly don't have the, the will to fight. Oh, you know, the insurance company is arguing to me, well, they have an appeal process. Of course they do. But 
do the do the elderly can they handle that? A lot of them don't, and yeah. we're going to discuss that lawsuits coming up. And I say, hurrah, hurrah! I wish I was there doing it for you. I don't have the time because of our other cases. We're too busy, but. Because tell you, if you miss your premium payment, they don't go through an appeal process to yeah, no, <laughs> to cancel your insurance. No, that's pretty so, automatic. I don't know if you guys have Chris. You ever heard of anyone that had denials on insurance? I, I, saw, I saw an article about this yesterday, and I think it said that upwards of uh, AI is rejecting upwards of ninety percent yep, of claims. That's exactly yeah, right. That's Isn't that crazy. crazy? That is insane. I always yeah. say it's the, it's like an automatic up up rejected. And by the way, these are medical doctors saying this is needed. And it gets rejected. Yeah. It's just crazy what's going on. We're going to talk about that. Dear Mr. Kunin, the liposuction procedure you have put in for is not covered <laughs> under your policy. Oh, come on. We suggest you put the fork down and step away from the table. <laughs> That's my wife. Tells AI me. has said that. My wife told me that, too. Uh, and then, Todd, you're going to talk about some copyright infringement laws. Uh, we're going to get yep. into some of that. But we're here for one thing and one thing only. Chris, what are we here for? Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Yay. And now Case or No Case takes you to Washington State, where a slightly oversized truckload is being hauled on a bridge over the Skagit River. The pilot car led the way. The driver decided to pull over to the number one lane, but it was too late. His rig clipped the bridge and caused it to shake and collapse, sending two cars into the water below. The state of Washington was not amused. They immediately got a team together to determine what happened and see if they could file a suit against the driver, his carrier, and the pilot car company for the damages. They wanted to know if they had a case or no case. Wow, it struck the bridge and it caused the bridge to collapse? The whole thing went down. Wow. With two other cars on it. So is it a case? This is Cal. i got to think about Cal. That, uh, you know, I say to myself this, it, it, he didn't put the date, right? You don't, don't know when that was. Could have been 1908, you know, who knows, back when Cal was probably driving the truck. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think I would have heard about this, but I haven't heard about this one. So um, I'm going to say it's a case. It's got to be a case. Man, hitting a bridge, how would that cause the bridge to fall down and two people... Cars crash down and then they die. I'm gonna guess this was a smaller bridge. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it's yeah. a little dinky one. Yeah, but still, hitting a bridge and causing a bridge to collapse. I think that's the engineers would be sued for, you know, knowing that that could happen. So um, I'm gonna say it's a case, and the winner, winner chicken dinner, are the drivers of the vehicles. They sued. They sued the county, the city, the bridge. To, uh, builders, the bridge engineers, the architects, the trucking company, the pilot car company, and uh, they win. Okay, Todd. Dang it, Fred. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that, the way you pitched it was that, was that the uh, whether or not the city or the municipality wanted Correct. to see if they had a lawsuit against um, the driver of the vehicle. And, and, you know, I, look, I'm looking at this going, I didn't hear anything in the setup about signs that said height of the bridge or anything that would have alerted them to the height of the bridge or slow or weight capacity or limit or anything like that. And so what I'll say is it's a case. 
And the city was the first to bring suit against the driver of the vehicle and the company. But that the company countersued and ended up winning on the countersuit because improper signage, negligent maintenance of the bridge, it shouldn't have fallen over from the impact that it had. I can't imagine they were going very fast. And all that, that just should have never happened. So, yes, there's a case. And the driver and the company end up winning. Okay. Yes. Let's rock it. Okay, let's do it. In this matter of a massive bridge collapse, case. Yes. The state of Washington sued for $17 million. Nice. The investigative team also claimed the truck driver did not know the accurate height of his oversized load and received a permit for a load two inches lower than the one he carried. Plus, he failed to research the route to ensure it could accommodate his overheight load. The trucking company said the state issued a permit for the load on a functionally obsolete bridge. Not a defense. Not a defense, ruled the Washington Supreme Court. It ruled against the two companies and the trucker. The trucker still works for the firm and is assigned to the Arctic, according to published reports. So it is uh, the basically what it was is they tried to sue, like we said, we brought up that the lawsuit was also against the engineers, the city. The city wins on that issue. But I'll tell you right now, the people who died in the accident probably went after everybody. Probably. So I think that's both of us. We both well, win. Well, we, we, no, because I said that the city, uh, that the truck driver was going to win, and the city was I going said, to win. But you know what I said? I, you know what I said? I said the two car drivers won, which is probably correct. Well, no, this, the city won, right? All right, we're going to come yeah. back. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that. But, but I'm sure that... Uh, Stay tight. More Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. This is Denise Sturks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. 
All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo, but first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, Todd have Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest. To walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life. Majestic and grand, they clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, we were going to go really quick about case or no case, Chris, that we just finished. Yes. What, will you read just the part that talks about the cars that fell off the bridge, that part, and who... Read you know, that. there's no uh, information on on what's it say? It just said cars. two cars fell out. Okay, so read right before it. Start reading right. Oh, before okay. It. So uh, let's see. Do 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 do. Sending yeah. So it caused the bridge to shake and collapse, sending two cars into the water below. Yeah. So I said those two cars have the lawsuit and can win, um, but we don't know if those were separate cars or the pilot car. I mean, I don't. know. You know, we don't. But it, I would I would assume that they were uh, separate. Separate. Yeah. Okay. So I'm give me half half. Give me one point. So, Fred, so all right. So you get one point. So you end up with seven for the seven, day. and you get it. And eight. I get six for the day. Yeah. Because I uh, oh I you missed got, that. I, I, I only know. got half of that one. All there. right. Good. Let's talk about AI. We talked about earlier, right? So uh, United Health Group is being sued. Uh, some individuals, elderly men, especially in one of uh, two elderly men, have brought uh, their families brought lawsuits. They had passed away. When the AI, um, artificial intelligence computers that they use, the allegations are that United Health uses, uh, said basically there's not enough coverage to cover what the doctors said they wanted these individuals to go through, which was more therapy and stay in the, we call them kind of halfway houses or rehab facilities before they sent them home, which according to the allegations caused them to die early. And this is a Minnesota federal lawsuit um, that uh, is trying to say that that uh, the assessments 
should be done by medical professionals, not by AI. And there are statistics that show more than 90% of the patient claim denials are overturned through an internal appeals or federal administration of law, uh, according to court documents in this case. So in other words, 90%. That tells you they're, the AI is missing, you know. And, and not only that, according to the documents uh, that, are, that were filed, 0.2% of the individuals choose to fight these claims uh, through the appeals process. So the, the argument for the insurance companies are as follows. Well, you have an appeals process. How many people, especially elderly or people that are on their own that, that don't know how to fight, know how to fight through the appeals process? You know, a lot of times you can try to get your doctors. Right now, we've got an appeals process on a medication that the doctor has asked that I get on. And it's not a major thing. I'm not going to die, supposedly. But um, I'm still fighting them, and we're in the appeals process. So what do I do? And it's clearly... Clearly needs to be given to me. Clearly is something that the doctors. I'm talking. I'm not talking to some doctor that's brand new. That my medical doctor is probably 20 years in practice, and they won't do it. So you know, but the, come on, go get them, guys. The, the interesting thing about this is, at least to me, is that it, it's not like the insurance company denying somebody treatment that they would like to get that the doctor recommends. It's not like this phenomenon of the insurance company not approving that treatment is this new thing. I mean, that, that's been happening for as long as there have been insurance companies. And, and, and before AI, they always... They always blamed what they, the, quote, bean counters. Ah, the, the insurance company made an accounting decision as opposed to a medical decision about whether or not I should get this treatment. And, and, and so this isn't new. The insurance companies are essentially, it appear to be doing the same thing, denying coverage when a doctor recommends, uh, denying coverage when a doctor recommends a procedure. It's just now they're saying it was an AI determination as opposed to an accounting determination, but you're still back to square one, which is whether or not the insurance company is overdoing it with their denials. I mean, look, I, if it came out, for example, if it came out that the insurance companies had some policy where everything is denied and then they only, you know, they took the squeaky wheel gets the grease mentality towards approval of procedures, clearly that would be that that would be wrong. Um, but we'll see how these uh, this lawsuit shakes out. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they found that AI, depending on how they view it, actually led to an increase in the number of procedures approved. But I, I, I'll be curious to see how the discovery shakes out in all this one. Yeah, we're going to follow this, and uh, let's hope the good guys win. I always say, I'm sorry to say that, but I'm, we're, we're politically neutral, right? But I, I see this all the time. Uh, brands and influencers, you know, what, what, Todd, you know, we're talking about, you know, these really popular songs and social media and copyright issues. Consider this, okay. So you have to understand with the, with the uh, proliferation of, of social media, and you have these content creators, the social media influencers. The first I heard were the Kardashians. That was the first mm -hmm. big one that I heard where you know, Kim Kardashian was making 10000 bucks for saying she likes to eat a Western bacon cheeseburger, Carl's Jr., or Which whatever. she didn't say that. Wh whatever those, <laughs> those amounts were. Well, she That's liked. the three of us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but, uh, but as social media got more popular, 
advertisers started right. spending more paying content creators and started pumping more money into right. that by paying content creators for making this. Then, then like, uh, you know... Then they're paying an ad agency. Ad agency or, like, or like, you know, the... You know, famous movie stars yeah. or movie people. That, that's, that's really a, hurt, hurt them. So, so in the 2023 Influencer Marketing Benchmark Report, and this is a, this is a report that governs or that that talks about a, a look back to what they anticipate uh, total expenditures of marketing to be by companies throughout the United States and and worldwide. In 2016, companies spent 1.7 billion. Billion with a billion in in dollars given directly to content creators. One point seven billion in twenty twenty three. That figure is expected and predicted to be twenty one billion dollars to content creators. Well, here's the problem: content creators are being accused of using copyrighted music. And when we come back from the break, we'll talk about the recent lawsuit that was filed against one content creator by Sony and how they may, as alleged, have run afoul of copyright law as they sought to grab advertising dollars right. through marketing. Yeah, that's gotta, you got to be very careful when you're creating content about that copyright stuff. It's, a, it's difficult. It's difficult. I love to put content out there also. We'll be back after this, and we're going to talk about Colorado plastic surgeon that's being sentenced for something really bad. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. I'm going to quick quack car wash. Get my car washed, make it quick quack. Pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to. Don't drive dirty. Going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far. We're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car. Watch a hundred feet of cloth. Washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack. I'll spruce her up just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy. You'll be glad you was at the quick quack. Car wash. Get on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car. Get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the dock at the Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Fancy Pants Peanut Butter? A big screen television? You haven't even bought a sofa yet. A motorcycle? When your father finds out, he's gonna flip his shoes with two buckles? What do you even need two buckles for? Mr. Big Shot, buying whiskey shots for everybody in the bar. From the looks of it, I'd say nobody even remembers. Feed the pig. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhpp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Todd, 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 Todd. Yep. So, so we're back on this uh, social media influencers using copyrighted claim or copyrighted music. So, you know, a lot of money, a lot of money. To recap, they're going to be spending uh, companies worldwide 
are anticipated to pump about $21 billion into the online by way of payments to content creators. So the content creators are like, $21 billion, we better come up with some great content so we can get this done. Well, here's the thing. I mean, people love to have music in the background of what they're doing, but that music is all copyrighted. And there was a company out of uh, Florida, Ofra, O-F-R-A, Ofra Cosmetics, and they had a, a an online campaign, social media, over 300 posts on social media about their business. And they were using music from the Sony Music Entertainment catalog. Songs like George Michael's Careless Whisper, Michael Jackson Thriller are among the top ones, using those as the backing music for these content uh, posts that they were making about their product. And now they're being sued by Sony Music Entertainment for copyright infringement. Uh, because of the use of that copyrighted material. Now, look, online um, influencers, or, or I should say social media apps and things like that, that Facebook usually have algorithms that will pick up whether or not you're using um, that. I posted a video once of me and my daughter, and the, the, the video was about me and my daughter dancing to the radio in our car, but, hey, a song was playing over the radio, and I get this, uh, hey, we had to take your post down because um, the algorithm for, I think it was Instagram, picked it up as having copyrighted music. I do baseball, and I have to turn down the, the uh, field microphone in between innings because they play music over the PA system. Well, if the microphone picked up the music played over the PA system, Facebook would shut down the Facebook live feed that we had because you're using copyrighted music. And, and you know, so they have the algorithms, but don't rely on the algorithms. I, if, if, you know, the, the, the message here is that if you're going to be posting content, you better make sure you got permission to use the music that's there. And uh, I think given that $21 billion is now going to be pumped into the content creator's pockets by companies, Sony Music... I mean, a lot of times it's a disincentive for a, a, a label to sue a content creator because they're like, hey, even if we win, they got no money to pay. Well, now they appear to have money to pay. And and maybe these lawsuits hurt and it cuts down on this. But that's going to be something to follow moving forward. You know, the, the message here to anybody that wants to post on social media, be careful what music you use. If you don't own it, you better get permission. Yeah, a really sad thing that occurred in Colorado in no this month of November. Um, a young lady that I believe she was approximately 18 years old uh, went in for some plastic surgery to have some breast augmentation uh, in uh, Colorado, Centennial, Colorado area. Everything was seemed normal. Uh, Doctor Jeffrey Kim was the plastic surgery. Uh, they go in. Everything seems to procedure goes okay, and then. As she goes into cardiac arrest, and as she goes into cardiac arrest, they, they uh, that is Dr. Kim, they resuscitate her and roll her into the um, recovery room, uh, and the issue is they believed or thought the possibility what happened is she uh, received an overdose of anesthesia, and there was not an anesthesiologist, but a, a, a nurse anesthetist. So basically, it's not an anesthesiologist. It's a nurse that has the, the training like an anesthesiologist, or s not exactly, but similar. Um, 
so as sad as that was, she the, the big issue was uh, Dr. Kim did not call 911. And for about eight hours, she sat there. They kept her in the... Um, in like and they're in this coma type state in the surgery room or the recovery room instead of calling nine one one to try to get her some specialist on her to, to 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 reverse the effects of this anesthesia that they're claiming may have been the cause. They're not even saying they can prove that that was the cause, but he waited until approximately eight hours until he instructed staff to go ahead and finally call nine one one. And she died. And she, for for about uh, a number of months, she was in a comatose state, 14 months, and eventually died. Again, this 18-year-old, just to get augmentation, that that tells you you got to be very careful what you're doing. So what happens is they go. he goes to trial. The first thing is, believe it or not, the nurse anesthetist, or the nurse, was not, was originally charged, but they dropped those charges because... They were having a difficult. The prosecutors were prosecutors were having a difficult time proving because there's such a long gap that it was due to improper amount of anesthesia, and they they believed it was. Don't forget to do to criminally charge. It's beyond a reasonable doubt. There can't be any doubt, basically, or very little, if any doubt. And so they instead brought uh, Rex Meeker, who was the nurse anesthetist, in. Uh, to pursue the case and or file this lawsuit. And uh, he filed this lawsuit they, 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 or brought this, uh, uh, I'm not to file the lawsuit, but brought the, uh, the charging uh, of this individual, this Dr. Kim. Dr. Kim went to trial. He was found guilty. Dr. Kim apparently got up and just owned it and said he basically wished he wouldn't have done it. He thinks about it every day. Um, apparently his... his um, uh, the, as part of this bargaining agreement as to what they were going to go ahead and what the judge was going to give him was really uh, uh, 15 days in a detention center and two years of supervised parole. And then he had to go to some places that were uh, that have brain injuries and was going to do some community service there. Uh, very, very interesting and sad case. Uh, apparently, the medical board, at least uh, as of November, um, uh, suspended him. At least, I don't know if it's full time or temporary, but at this point, he's suspended. And the nurse anesthesiologist or anesthetist has uh, gave up uh, his nursing license and walked away. Okay, now just I just want to clarify here. So, as part of the punishment for the doctor, mm-hmm. um, he'll be doing community service. In, in some setting where he provides medical services to p- people that had suffered some sort of brain injury. Correct. See, see now, I, I get that is because he's got training, but I, I'm not so certain if I'm the uh, person at the brain injury place and I have this doctor come in. Oh, it's, what, what, are you, well, what are you doing here? Do you volunteer? Well, I, you know, look, uh, I, actually, I'm here providing service to you as part of my uh, court-ordered community service. Oh, really? What were you convicted of? Well, somebody died while they were under my care. <laughs> I mean, that, that to me feels like sending the guy convicted of a right. DUI to go work at the, uh, you know, at a bar. I, I just, I just don't know that. Uh, <laughs> well, here's some interesting things. I know it sounds odd. it sounds odd, but there's a couple of things. Don't forget, as a pro- former prosecutor, you have to prove beyond a reasonable yeah. doubt. 
there's no proof that they that some of the notes that I was reading and studying is it would still be difficult to prove a hundred percent that even if they had called nine one one and they transported him to the hospital like he was supposed to do, according to the argument, that she wouldn't have died anyway. They don't they don't know that there was just too much uh, unknown here. So. Um, yeah, I, and I don't think this is. I'm trying to think. Uh, he was con- convicted by a jury, but they, for attempted reckless manslaughter and obstruction of telephone services. That's what it was. So the judge was a little bit softer on him for for that. See, so. the, the the obstruction of telephone services to me that that's one that often comes up in domestic violence cases. And the scenario is this: somebody is abused, they go to pick up the phone, the assailant damages the phone, makes it unusable. So that's the that is the uh, uh, obstruction of telephone uh, services. If somebody was going to wanted to call nine one one and he prevented that, well. You know, I, I guess the issue here is people might not be able to see one way or another, but I think I would imagine at the trial there were no shortage of experts that were brought in saying, look, if somebody comes in for a procedure and they're sitting in your recovery room for eight hours. Right. Uh, I mean, you needed to call 911 a lot earlier. What were they doing? Just like shredding documents? Uh, <laughs> I, that's a no good idea. question. Yeah. Uh, they, they were actually just watching her. Apparently, they they had revived, quote, and I'm putting quotes, revived her. And they thought, you know, at least Kim, uh, they're saying that he was doing that to protect himself. But I think to protect yourself, you bring 911 in. And I mean, that's what I would do is get her to the hospital. Because don't forget, this is not probably at a hospital. It's probably at a surgery center. So we come back, we're going to talk about uh, professional cyclist murder. And then we've got a number of other things uh, that Todd wants to talk about. Nike and Skechers lawsuit. And then interesting uh, transgender athlete ban, the latest from Florida. We'll be back. Stay tuned for more Radio Law Talk. It's coming right up after we break away. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. This is Denise Sturks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, 
Just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218-800-711-9218-800-711-9218 That's 800-711-9218 Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So during the break, uh, Todd and I were saying... If it wasn't for Florida or California, I don't know that we'd have half the amount of uh, <laughs> cases we could talk about. But uh, apparently there's uh, issues of transgen- transgender athlete bans in yeah. Florida. What's the latest yeah, well, on that as so, of November? So in Florida, they, they passed um, SB 1028, which essentially said it, it banned transgender athletes in uh, from playing sports, you know, biological males from playing in sports that have traditionally been in um, designated for females. So that uh, ban came in, and, well, a person sued, and um, the most recent determination in that case by the trial court is that the uh, it doesn't, SB 1028, the transgender athlete ban, does not violate equal protection clause of the U.S. Constitution. Uh, 
Now, it's interesting, the ruling and the way the judge came up with this ruling, it really, it really was based in large part on, uh, well, actually, to all those of you said, when is English and grammar ever going to help me in my real life? Here you go. This case was dependent on what the word sex meant in terms of your gender. And so uh, citing a recent 11th Circuit decision, which said that sex, the term sex, does not include one's gender identity. So if in a statute it, it said uh, it referred to sex, generally speaking, as to one's gender, gender identity was not included in that definition. Citing that Court of Appeals case, this trial judge dismissed the claim that SB 1028 was violative of uh, the Due Process Clause and Equal Protection um, in the state of Florida. And so it was dismissed, the case was dismissed with prejudice. Now look, um, if there's going to be a challenge to this, it would have to, you know, somebody would have to lobby their lawmakers to change the definition of sex to include gender identity. But until that happens, th this is going to be the law in Florida, and um, and this law stays put. And, you know, biological males, regardless of gender identity, are banned from competing in female athletics. At this time, yeah, that's yeah. right. What do you got there, buddy? Nothing? Oh, just a fun caller. Oh, okay, just, we just, just, have just a fun call. <laughs> All right, you know, look, this is a bizarre one, too. Caitlin Armstrong is a uh, yoga instructor, and she apparently is found guilty just recently, this month, of murdering a Texas professional cyclist by the name of Anna Mariah Moe Wilson. Uh, it sounds like it's a love triangle situation where... Um, she's been found guilty, she's age 35, of first-degree murder in Texas. Um, apparently, there was a on-again, off-again relationships with, an, you know, the boyfriend type of thing, and uh, there's, there's, there's a love triangle uh, murder, and uh, she's going to jail. And I don't, I don't want to get into details of this, because we don't have a lot of time, because we're running, but um, that's what's going on there. It's... Uh, I don't want to get. There's so many details about he went out with her, she went out with him, and then they were boyfriend girlfriend. And it's like, remember those love triangles? No, I, I don't want to talk about it. So I'm going to throw that. Out. <laughs> I apologize, but it's but it was just like just 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 a crazy love, love, triangle. love triangles. And now it's the remember in school when you were in geometry and like when is this ever going to help me out in real life? Well, love triangle. Oh, okay, all uh, right, I no, got it, I got it's it. It's a love triangle, and I don't want to. I've just been saying, you know, I don't want to get into this. It was this. a love trapezoid more than anything <sighs> else. A triangle. Well, you got Nike and New Balance. Oh, yes. And, and, and by the way, I've, su I've seen uh, and read about the Nike uh, story, which is uh, called, what, Phil Knight's story. Um, and the, the interesting thing about this is, and I always say this, is those of you who think, oh, yeah, what would it be like to be the owner of Nike or to be the owner of, you know, this or that, you don't know what they've gone through. If you ever read, what's it called, Shoe? What's the thing called? His shoe, his book called uh, something. Is it, is it Swoosh or something no, like that? No, shoe, shoe Something. Uh, I read the book. It was a long time ago. But I read about what he and or she, and by the way, this is the same with the shoe Hilton dog. family. Shoe Dog. That's yes. it. That's exactly it. What he went through and the 
almost bankruptcy multiple times that these individuals go through to get where they are. It's not an easy road. But tell me what's going on with New Balance. Um, well, let's see. Nike sues New Balance and Skechers over a patent infringement. And what's this patent infringement about? Well, so Nike has developed this fabric, or if you will, for their shoes called Flyknit, and it, it's used. They use recycled plastic. They use fly, the Flyknit doesn't use as much fabric. You've probably seen it on a lot of the shoes that Nike has out. You look at it, it's just this knit weave as opposed to a, a hard fabric, and Nike put a lot of time and significantly money into the research and development of this product for their shoes to, you know, be more environmentally friendly, provide a way for the use of waste products that would otherwise make it to a landfill. They claim that this has uh, saved 3.5 million pounds of waste since it diverted 182 million plastic bottles from nine line fills into this stitching product for their shoes. Well, the allegation that Nike now has is that New Balance and Skechers have been using the same patented technology and, and fabric in their shoes. And, and so they're suing over the patent infringement that, um, that Nike claims they developed for this. Now, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> I really shouldn't look at it this way. I mean, we'll see what happens, but it's interesting when you see Nike take credit for the environmentally friendly way that they have created this product. Look how we're saving the environment by doing that, but but we're going to sue this other company that's also environmentally friendly in an environmentally friendly way, also saving the environment. Look, we're only interested in environmental conservation. <laughs> it makes it sound this way. We're only interested in this if it's our product or if some other company is using our product but paying us the royalty for the product because we patented it. <laughs> you know, Look, if it's good for the environment, it's good for the environment, but they'll duke it out in court. The lawsuit was just filed. We'll see how this works out. But that's what news, That's what Nike is taking New Balance and Skechers to task on. Lawyers will make the money on that one. Really quick, when I catch this one at the end, an East Palestine business is suing for $500 million. Norfolk Southern, as you know, in Ohio, derailed, caused all kinds of issues, uh, uh, some environmental issues. This guy's business, he moved from New Jersey about, what, Four, four years ago or 10 years, I don't can't remember approximately how long, but it, it, all this derailment occurred right next to his, his companies. He's had to close the company down. One called uh, CermFab is right next to the derailment, and it makes all the products for uh, parts for steel mills. His other company called uh, CermSource also went out of business, and uh, they are claiming that this is going to be a problem. They filed a 500 a uh, million dollar. I think it's it says five hundred dollars. This five hundred million dollar lawsuit, um, trying to say that look, you guys messed up my businesses. Good luck. And it's, it's funny how he says, "quote You break it, you pay for it." <laughs> so there we go. Anyway, we've got uh, we're gonna roll out with uh, our quick takes. Go ahead, you can talk. Start with Todd, and then Todd, I'll go after that. All right. Ah, look, if you are driving a very large truck and you come across a bridge, even if you think there might be a possibility you can't make it under that bridge to clear, you should stop, get out, and measure. That, that's where the whole measure twice, destroy bridge once <laughs> comes from.
Hey, all I gotta say is I love Hall and Oates, but the last time I went to one of their concerts, all I know is my wife and I were like the dog whistles going, huh? What? Man alive. I, again, you guys have got to be good at other times, but it was not good. And the train singer had to come out and sang some of their songs. That was the most interesting concert I've ever been to. Hey, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you. This is uh, Fred Penny, your host of Radio Law Talk, 9 to noon Pacific time, every single Saturday. Chris, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs>